You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Hello, hello. This is Jess O'Reilly, your friendly neighborhood sexologist. And I am in the neighborhood of Brooklyn, New York today at the Sex Expo. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, we are. And you're hearing... Domina Franco, sex educator, writer, consultant, who's yes. going to be taking the stage. Yes, uh, Sunday at 4.20 p.m. And yeah. it's, it's a little bit of madness here, and we're not just saying oh. that. There's like hundreds of people outside. It's a crazy crowd. It's great. In line. They are vibed up for yeah. this. Well, <laughs> well, they're about to be vibed up for this. <laughs> that is their purpose, I think. Like they're actually lined up down the street. And I know when you hear radio broadcasters broadcasting live. Lined up down the street. Yeah, they'll say things like, oh, it's just madness down here. And then you get to the club. And there's nothing. It's crickets. Crickets. Yeah. Crickets, crickets. But actually, <laughs> this isn't live. I'm not trying to lure you down here. No. For realsies. There are hundreds of people waiting outside. They just did yeah. the red ribbon cutting. It's quite a show. So what are you yeah. speaking about here at Sex um, Yeah, I am uh, speaking. Um, I'm supported by Vibratex and UV uh, at this expo. And I'll be speaking about sex toys and picking the right toys for your body. And then also, you know, keeping those toys clean, the longevity of these investments we make in our sexual health. And then also keeping keeping our bodies happy and healthy and like not using a uh, functified toys that you just kept on the floor under your bed, you know, right? Right. Because a lot of people do that. I get a lot of questions about how to clean your sex toys mm -hmm. and the yeah. strange substances people will use. Oh, that are not good for you. No, don't do it. Brandon's here too, and he's looking at me. He's got a very, very painful scrunched up face right now. Because he's actually never cleaned a sex toy. He leaves it to me. Really? What? Really, Brandon? But you know what? I am very much on the same page as you. Sex toys got to be clean. Come oh, on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Cleanliness is godliness. Babe, what's your favorite sex toy? Oh, I like, what is it? It's the Wee Vibe. It's the new one. I forget the name of it, though. It's called, it's called the Pivot that you The like. Pivot. Are you we familiar vibe is, with the Pivot? I don't know if I've played with the Pivot, but I love WeVibe. Okay. They're a great company. Yeah. I'm not, I've never really been big into sex toys and that I haven't mm -hmm. been like, I want to try this, I want to try that. But yeah. I did try WeVibe's Pivot. And it was pretty, like... Pretty great. Yeah, it was pretty dope. You it were was pretty, pretty about much it. Like, I was like... Mm, you know, so it was it, like... It's yeah. a vibrating penis ring, and I think Brandon just liked it because it did his job for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't have to do anything here. I just have to turn it on. It's like, what setting do you want? This is great. This works this, this is on so many different levels. Good for me. Good for you. He just mm. lies there with the silent penis. That's amazing. Yeah. That's making me think, like, ooh, my the woman I'm dating right now could just put that on the strap and that would also like vibrate into her vulva as well. Oh my goodness. Hello. Like, yeah, that's some next level stuff for I, me. Now you just, you inspired me, Brandon. That's what I'm here to do. Yes, I'm, you're I'm here just, to inspire. I'm, yeah, not at all. And then neither of you has to be on top. <laughs> well, for, I don't like being on top. I'm lazy. I'm not lazy, actually. I just don't like cowgirl. I, I admit an, that I'm lazy. It annoys me. I totally admit that I'm lazy. You're a pillow princess. Yeah, pillow princess, starfish. <laughs> Sometimes I get inspired, but I, I'm better at tricking him into doing the work. See, I just, I like, I have to be able to move freely. If you want me to be super active, I will be super active, but I need to be able to, like, move at my own 
you know, volition. I can't be like, oh, okay, now I'm going to ride you for 20 minutes. No. 20 minutes of riding. No. I hope 18 I mean, I have have thighs like rocks. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, you know. (laughs) Well, now that you're talking dirty. (laughs) Exactly. That is the perfect segue into what I want to talk to you about. This is so natural. Right? (laughs) Yes. Everyone come down to the show. Buy a Hyundai. Hyundai. They're flying off the shelves also. Financing. 36 months. (laughs) So I wanted to talk to you about dirty talk Mm. because the last time we met. Yeah. For coffee, yes. you mentioned that you were a phone sex operator when you were really young. I was, yeah. Maybe we should back up a step or two because most people don't use their phones anymore other than for texting. Well, let's date me because, uh, hello, I was doing phone sex in the late 90s. I used to look at the late night infomercials where it was like, you should call now. And I was like, if I had a credit card, I would. But I'm 17 and I make eight bucks an hour. And guess what? There were 17 year olds calling us with their parents' credit card numbers. But that, For sure. that is awesome. Yeah. So let's go back in time because phone yeah. sex is a bit of a relic. I think. Uh, yeah. Because people don't bit. really talk on the phone as it's much. It's still anymore. happening though. That's so cool. Uh-huh. I actually, I know someone right now who's kind of going, uh, going underground to uh, work as a phone sex operator. Um, and she's doing it secretly. No one in her life knows. Um, and she's... Yeah, so she's doing that right now. Interesting. So it is still happening for sure. All right. Yeah. I just want to say there's going to be lots of background no- background noise because we are at the Sex Expo. So just hang in there. Some people Wait, are making noise. Here? People are already drinking wine, man. And also people are like blasting slow jams, which I mean, normally I love slow jams. I'm all about the slow jams, <laughs> but like not right now. Right. It's not time for bumping and grinding. Not yet. No. Shit, it's only like tw- noon. <laughs> well, maybe it is. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I can't say I haven't done that. Yeah, know? before yeah. noon. Oh yeah, coffee. for sure, before noon. <laughs> so tell me what you learned about dirty talk, because mm. I would be so nervous to be a phone sex operator, because I'd be nervous that I would run out of things to say. How do you? Here, yeah. Here's a question. How do you even start? How did the average person, when, when you call in, yeah. what's the first thing that they would say or that you would say? Right. To get things rolling. Well, uh, in my experience, so I've done phone sex in uh, two different ways. The first way that I did it uh, when I was like 18, 19 was in an office. And the calls actually got uh, sort of filtered through an uh, through a, a first operator who would like find out what the caller's name was all, all their details blah 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 and then kind of what they were looking for and then it got directed to you like oh girl next door blah 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 like a little bit of a topic so you knew like oh this person actually wants a kinky person or this person wants a girl next door this person actually mentioned the word cheerleader so like you know um and then the call would get transferred to you and as uh as what i like we were called phone bones so as a phone bone you would create um a series of characters so that you could essentially you know help any client that would call um and of course you know you get more attached to certain type of characters because perhaps they're just more personally relatable what was your favorite character 
surprise, surprise, like my dom okay. persona. So if yeah. I called and said I wanted to be dominated, like, are you comfortable telling me how you talk to me? <laughs> yeah, I could, I could easily paint you a picture. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but come on for a second. Let me just say, this is awesome. Because <laughs> in the back of your mind, first of all, I'm picturing I, you just a saw 19, me do it, right? Twenties phone operator who's like, "Hello," you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what are you looking for? And then connects you with the person in the back end. Yeah. And then I'm also thinking about about you know, as the person who's engaging in this conversation, you want to keep them on the phone for, for as while, long as right? possible. So you're kind That's of your you must be working people up and then bringing them down, working them working back them up. up. Oh yeah, completely. So some of that edging. Oh, I love edging people. That's like a huge part of my even my own. I think maybe I learned to love edging because of that job. Babe, do you know what edging is? I could guess that you take them to the edge and then you bring them back down. You don't push them over. No, you never. Them. No. And it's so much better when you like draw them out forever for two reasons the orgasm is more powerful when it comes yeah. and you're getting 299 an and hour and the dollar dollar a minute, bills a minute 299 yeah. a minute i think at the time it was probably like 99 cents or a dollar 99 maybe but yeah but that's american folks and that's also in the 90s dollars canadian a minute <laughs> <Okay. laughs> oh my god so if i call and say i want to be dominated mm -hmm. what are you going to say to me well first of all Half of it is tone, because if someone calls to ask to be dominated, your tone is a lot slower and deeper, because I'm going to make you listen to me. Is it the anticipation? Yeah. And then it's like, I want to ask you, like, well, tell me, what are you doing sitting in your house right now? You need to tell me the truth, because I'll know. I'm just sitting here looking at my goldfish. Yeah. Well, I suggest you look at something else because you're about to be very busy, you dirty little bitch. Okay, I had to stop looking Domina in the eye. Because <laughs> I'm staring into your soul. <laughs> and then some. Okay, so... Yeah, so if, that's essentially what it would be like. Oh, can we keep yeah. going? Do you... you can we afford to? <laughs> can we afford to? 99 cents. I think we're okay for a few minutes. <laughs> Yeah, so it, and it would be very different. Like if someone was calling for the girl next door, then you sort of talk more like this and like, oh my God, what have you done today? Like, I just got back from my psych class. I'm in my freshman year of college. And like literally you do that. And you talk about how you're wearing sweatpants and Uggs. And well, that's very modern. I wouldn't have said that back in the 90s. But yeah, you know, yeah. Fashion has changed. Fashion has changed. I, it has altered. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, did it ever, did it ever get weird? Yep. <laughs> no, but like, President, it's not a real question. Did it ever get weird? You know what the person's doing on the other end? Clearly, they call. Oh, I with, love it. Yeah, a, you hear them doing it. That's what I was going to ask. It's like, great. Do you hear them? Yeah. Like, I mean, of course you do. Most people. And personally, I mean, I found that very attractive, like very enticing. You know, but. Um, it depends. Like there was definitely calls that were really horrible and, you know, there were calls that were really disturbing. Um, and we definitely, you know, we were told because we are, con uh, phone sex was also, it was controlled by like, there are boards in the U.S. that control like what's happening. Like you can't, obviously you're not going to talk about bestiality, pedophilia, all these things that obviously naturally you're not going to talk about because they're not consensual. Right. Um, and yet there's the fine line where if 
uh, a client is like, oh yeah, I want like a young girl. Well, we technically are like all of our operators are 18 plus, but you literally lift your voice up to sound young. Like, so even though you're 18, you know, you're talking about white cotton panties, you have a very high voice. And it's not that you're feeding into any of that, but you're like, okay, sure, I'm the girl next door and I'm 18. And like, you have to keep that sort of boundary. But, and, and there was a lot of stuff too with like incest. Um, so there was people calling with incestuous fantasies um, and those were hard to deal with as well. You know, like those are sticky to navigate. But now as a sex educator, do you feel it would be easier because you can differentiate between fantasy and reality? Mm, yeah, I mean, also, um, hi, spoiler alert, when I first became a phone sex operator, I was a virgin. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I hadn't actually had sex when I first got the job. I needed the job um, for other reasons, and I just needed more money. I had a job already, and this was a second job. Um, and I hadn't actually had sex yet. I mean, like I, you know, oral and playing around with people or whatever, but I hadn't had the full kit and caboodle experience, you know? And, um, so, but I did actually, and I don't like to use the word lose virginity cause like, I think virginity is a construct anyway, but, um, I did finally have like what we call typically, you know, losing virginity, sex, penetrative, whatever, heteronormative sex, um, you know, during my time as a phone bone, and I'll tell you, like, my calls got so much better once I knew what I was talking about. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that could have been a character, though, the virgin. Well, yeah. Is I that mean, a common fantasy that you ran into? There, yeah, that's, that's definitely one of the, like, under the umbrella term of, like, the girl next door, there's, like, is there, it's the slutty girl next door, it's the babysitter, it's the, like, virginal, like, I don't know what's happening, oh my god, <laughs> which I was never really good at that anyway, just my personality, but, um, yeah, there, there, we had to create a number of different types of characters, and you had them in a book. Like, you, there was, like, literally a bio, like, name, age, measurements, hair color, eye color, like, blah, 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 backstory, so that when someone called you and they liked you, but then they asked for you again, you could rattle off, like, if they asked you again, like about yourself you could say the exact same thing so because you can't keep it straight of, co of otherwise course. when you're playing so many characters so i'm interested what we can learn from this so mm. you have this experience you're obviously a master dirty talker you use your <laughs> eye contact to take it to another level yeah i got eyebrows for days yes. yeah <laughs> the intensity so what can we take out of this so if your partner mm. wants you to talk dirty yeah. like that is such a broad request so some and it people, can be stressful it, being put on the spot like yeah. that and then yeah. we know pressure is the antithesis oh. to pleasure so where yes. do you start well I think okay this is always my and this is what I do with myself is I mean yes there was at the job there was topics and fantasies I had to talk about that I wasn't really into I was kind of Jane Goodall those and like sort of saw them as like research right but um for for a person that's doing this, uh, you know, for the, the people that they're with, 
start with stuff that you like. Don't ever just try to like talk about things like don't try to emulate what you hear people talk about. Don't try to emulate sexy movies or porn or anything because it's not it's going to people it's like a BS meter. And and the worst thing too is to be like a person that wants someone to dirty talk to them and the dirty talk r- falls flat because it's not actually something that's like can I get really graphic on here? Oh uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Like it should make your poon wet, like to talk to some, or it should make your dick like fucking hard to like talk that way to somebody. And if you are not getting wet or hard, if you are not like feeling like you're on fire saying these words to somebody, don't do it. Like just don't do it. Find the words that literally like set you on fire the little private fantasies you have like in the car or on the train or you know when you're doing the dishes like whatever private fantasies you have that like literally make you clamp your your thighs together that's the stuff you should be talking about so when i'm doing the dishes i'm fantasizing about brandon coming and doing the dishes for me yeah i was just gonna say that (laughs) when you're doing the dishes when i'm doing the dishes but i'll tell you i have a really hard time i i had and i think i still struggle with it from time to time i feel stupid yeah like i just feel like a goof goofy and then i say something and i'm thinking in my head i sound like an idiot and i think to your point i'm saying something that i wouldn't normally normally say, say. anyways so it's the idea that so again just to kind of take a step back it's something that kind of works for me yeah right like if yeah. it starts there so you're flipping flipping the script rather than talking for in the a way person that will turn brandon on i need to be speaking in a way that turns me on because that will turn your partner of on of course of like course. if you and the truth is there's nothing sexier than a person that like knows themselves and that can relate that. Now, I'm not saying that dirty talk is easy. Just like tap into what you think is hot and talk about it. No, that doesn't make it easy at all. Um, and I don't want people to feel like bad because they have a hard time tapping into that. But you can start slowly about something like you can also just tell your partner how good they feel and then go from there. Like, cause once you do it a bit, you'll get more comfortable. Just like with different sexual acts of any type, the more you do it something, the easier it can get. But like, you need to start with what you are turned on by. Right. Yeah, and, so, and get make it the, the juiciest things that you maybe have never told anybody, go with those things. Cause those things, the mere fact that you feel fear speaking them, Fear also is on the edge of passion. So like speaking about things that you're actually almost afraid to speak about, as long as you're speaking to somebody where, you know, they're, they're trustworthy and loving um, and they deserve to know that about you. Oh my God, so hot. Like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about when people say those things to me. So I, I'm going to, I don't know, make it hard for you or make it easy for you. So you have experience as, as a pro-dom. Mm-hmm. So yep. if your partner wants you to be more dominant, let's yep. just start. I mean, obviously there are many layers to that. It's not as simple as what you say, but that right. is a, a really powerful component of it. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know, I always say that if you can dirty talk, you never have to get on top. Like if you can tap into your partner's <laughs> fantasies, yeah. you can be an amazing, look, I'm giving away my trade secrets. There we go. Like, That's how she starfish is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know what is good for me? So it's all good. Yeah, he's Seriously, a happy man, dude. He looks like a very happy dude. I'm awesome. Yeah. 
So if I, if my partner says I want you to be more dominant, mm-hmm. can you give us a bunch of lines we can try? Because we've talked about dirty talk before and we've got some really great information, but I mm-hmm. constantly get questions from people. Mm-hmm. They want to know what do I say? And it's yeah. not that they're going to take my lines necessarily, but they can use them as inspiration. To think about so their I, own. Yeah, yeah, I have like a whole dirty talk guide that, by the way, people, you can go get for free on my website. Yeah. Uh, and I tend to break it down into categories of like dirty talk can be romantic it can be aggressive completely it can be playful it can be flirtatious it can be naughty it can be raunchy it can be fantastical but what about dominant dominant yeah i mean i know you've got it (laughs) please (laughs) you can go to sleep and do this essentially um but i don't sleep during sex you know i'm not i'm not that type um i think again a good dominant listens to the submissive so it really depends on how well you know this partner right do you know this partner i know some more submissive leaning folks that i that have had the pleasure to be in my company sexually um it really depends on what they're into because i need to push their buttons and pushing their buttons is actually what gets me off like so for folks that um, a lot of them across the board, there is a sense of like that they want to be taken and owned and used. Now, the different levels, like you said, it's very complex. It's very complex. Um, but usually, I mean, for me, dirty talking, if it's in person, it's actually so much easier because facial expression does so much. Like you said, you couldn't look at me while I was dom talking to you um and then i'll say look at me because i like no you don't get to make this more comfortable for yourself it's not about your comfort it's about my pleasure and i it pleases me for you to look at me when i tell you what's about to happen so like um i think the i it's hard to think about just like little sentences but being like like the, your mind right now, and what right now. If I look away. No, you don't look away. You look right back at me right now. This is not going to work, Jess. You need to keep looking at me. All right, she's keeping her eyes on me right now. I think you better look back. <laughs> I'm getting nervous. You should be nervous, Brendan. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and what if I say, like, I, I want. I want to be overtaken. Yes. What might you say to that? Well, I mean, yeah, that's, it's, see, it's so hard because it's so person to person and also because we're colleagues and I'm not about to like <laughs> bonk your brains out. Like it's, uh, you know. It is the sex expo. I mean, we, we, we have time, but yeah, we're professionals here. We're colleagues. And there's a dude eating a granola bar behind us. So yeah, there's totally people eating granola bars. Like uh, we're yeah. just here in the sexy press room. Yeah, we're in a very sexy press room, <laughs> hiding behind a uh, hiding behind a banner. I um, think I like that. I like that. Just the language controlling mm-hmm. where they're going to put their eyes, and I can yeah. see that extending to the rest of the body. Yes, for dirty talk. Oh, now oh. you've got my eyes. Now, also, I- this is another one. Here we go. Um, personally, as a dominant. They're not allowed to touch me unless I tell them they can touch me. They're not allowed to kiss me unless I tell them they can kiss me or I kiss them. 
right? And they're also, uh, I set out parameters for them because if they want to be taken, they want to be controlled. And so I say to them, well, that's it. You want me to control you? And you make sure that they say yes, because of course, enthusiastic consent is super, super hot. Oh my God. I love it. Um, like actually I'm clamping my legs together thinking about it and like rubbing my butt on the couch. But, um, but so yeah, I say to them like, okay, so this is what we're going to do now. So now you're putting yourself in my hands, right? And this is what we're going to do. When I tell you to look at me, you look at me and you do not touch me and I will be the one to touch you. And, um, essentially if you're dirty talking, you know, in person, there's probably going to be touching going on. This is different if you're maybe doing this remotely, say you have a partner, you know, somewhere, a long distance partner, that's a whole different thing. Right. Um, but directing them about how they can touch themselves, how it's okay for them to touch themselves and then stopping them. This is the edging verbally, but physically as well. Um, and you could do that long distance as well as in person, but, um, yeah, the edging them. Contro it sounds like you're controlling control. their eye contact. You're controlling their movements. What they do with their body. And so that is, that's, oh, go ahead. Sorry. And there's the one thing I was going to say is that, and also they, you have to give them direct orders very direct and specific because once they get into a submissive mindset their brain kind of goes to submush it's in subspace so um i will also say to them uh you have to tell me mistress i have to stop or i will come and so they literally must tell me if they're about to orgasm because i i'm the one who's going to determine when they orgasm not them wow that's some serious edging what if you can't control that part? I guess it's the oh, they thumbs, will. They'll uh, control it. Experience in terms of taking them there, but not taking them so far that they right. finish. Well, that's the thing. Also, as a dom, it's your responsibility to take care of the submissive. Now, um, and also, you don't want a submissive topping you from the bottom either, and just like being a brat and coming whenever they want, hmm. because that is not going to work for you as a dom. Oh, I'm a total brat. You I, big time brat. This is pretty easy to see. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're having a great time. Everything's going well. And it's like, okay, I want to do something. She's like, nope, no, no, no. I'm still going. I'm still going. I know. For real, right? That's not being a brat, though. That's her getting what she wants. That's being selfish. <laughs> but you know what? I'm cool with that. Oh, you don't get yours? Oh, no. Everything good. Everything <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> All right, let, let's switch gears before we go. So you talked mm -hmm. a little bit about how you would talk dirty mm -hmm. as a dom to somebody who maybe wants to be controlled. Yeah. Uh, another really common theme I see in terms of erotic feelings that people desire is the desire to feel desired. Yes. So can you give me a couple of lines to make someone feel desirable? Because oh. I don't think there's anybody who doesn't at some point in time really need feel, or want that to see and I think we need to really emphasize this is for all genders because yeah. so much of the advice out there focuses uh, on men making women feel beautiful yeah um, and I've, I've commented on the fact that it's not somebody else's job to make you feel be beautiful you've got to work on that yourself and then right. they can enhance that but everybody all people yeah want to feel desired sexy yes yeah so what would course. you say are you trying to say that guys like don't Me. feel the need to be desired because I am totally that's my thing you just want yeah oh no what I'm saying is that I think in our culture we don't give men permission 
to yeah. want to feel desired. And I don't think in a hetero context, I don't think we teach women the skills to make their partners feel desired. And we have this really kind of scary binary in which men have to work to make women want it. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, in most cases, in many cases, that's simply not the case. And if you've never had the opportunity to feel desired, like especially a lot of men in the hetero context, it feels like you're begging for sex instead of, in, I don't want to say entitled, but instead of deserving right. of a fulfilling of experience. And yes, yeah. we know, Brandon, that your core erotic feeling is you yeah. always want to feel desired. I know that. I think I misunderstood what you were saying. But yeah, no, definitely, because yeah. that's something that works for me. It's right. like somebody expresses desire. Yeah, I'm into You're it. into it. Yeah. And I, do you think that comes from your early experiences of sex that were highly gendered and it was like you were supposed to be lucky to have anyone and like I, I, you've told me some stories about women who have sort of treated you that way. Yeah, definitely. I think that there was this, when I grew up it was you were lucky to have sex. Right. I mean you were made to feel lucky to have mm -hmm. sex with somebody. It wasn't so much uh, that it was mutually beneficial <laughs> right. in, that, in that context. It was like somebody gave you something right and that was so there wasn't a lot of desire right expressed by the other person which is also so funny because that also plays into the whole madonna horror dichotomy that that women or femme non-binary folks have to deal with that like we're not supposed to want sex guess what hey f spoiler fucking alert um women and femmes non-binary gender non-conforming folks are just as much of horn bags as hetero <laughs> cis dudes, okay? That's awesome. So we are, um, at least I speak for myself. <laughs> um, you know, obviously folks on the asexual spectrum have a, have a spectrum of sexual and romantic feelings that they may or may not have, but uh, generally people who have sexual desires, no matter what their gender is, they have hornbag moments, and we all want to feel desired. And and I do think that men don't get a lot of permission to to be like, yeah, I want to feel sexy too. Like, why shouldn't? And they should. Like, I, I, I am queer, and I date all genders. Um, and personally, I love making men feel sexy because I know that they don't get it that often. Like, I hope that men love making me feel respected <laughs> because <laughs> guess what, as a woman uh, in this society, we don't tend to get that that much. Right. So, but yeah, um, as for saying like, what would you say to somebody to you, your original question was- Yeah, just was, some examples of how to, what like, do you say? Well, and again, I think it's always, to me, you, you can't make blanket statements because blanket statements are bullshit specifics are what actually hits somebody and makes them feel something so like you know you you may be with a partner who maybe they have body image issues or maybe they don't like their nose or maybe you know they um wish they were taller or, or they worry about the look or the size of their genitals or something you know i think it has to be so specific to the person but you know you can just be like God damn, I thought about you all day. Like, I thought I about you time. all day. I love when you when you emphasize that even not in my presence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like. You're on my mind. And, and like, I thought about you all day. Or, I, this, you know, these are very easy for me right now because I'm deeply in, like, new, uh, 
new crushville hotness with this woman i'm seeing so um it's very easy because i'm essentially just giving you everything that i'm doing myself right now but um it's just sort of like i thought about you all day literally there's a movie screen in my head and all i keep thinking about is like you orgasming and looking at your face like like be very specific like i love the way your mouth scrunches up when you're coming or like or i couldn't wait to feel you touch me again or i literally couldn't wait to put my face in your vagina again like you know whatever it is you know it starts escalating real quick yeah it's, but it's but i love that it doesn't have to be that difficult the, the idea that i thought yeah. about you all yeah. day is so simple and it's yeah. i think it's so uh, it deviates so much from what i think of when i think of dirty talk really I think immediately i'm like i'm gonna put you know, my blank blah, blah, blah. you in the blank blank and blank all over the you know mm. but it's just it can be very subtle where it's like right i thought about you all day yeah like i just i want you Right. right. Yeah. And from there, it probably just snowballs. It does. It grows as you. And I think that's also, too, it's like you may know the person really well. So, you know that you could say, I want to blank you in the blank blank and that will work really well. Right. But if you don't know someone that well, you don't say I'm going to blank you in the blank blank and then blank all over your blank because, you know, maybe you don't know that they like having blank all over their blank. So, um, you know, yeah, starting slowly is usually a pretty good tip in general, just the tip. But, um, and, and even just, I want you like that's yeah. the line for me yeah. that we've, I've told you before. I just yeah. want you to say you want me. Cause I don't yeah. want to feel like you want sex. Right. I want you to make me feel like you right. want me. I think another good thing to do for me, and maybe this is cause I do love tease and denial so much is, I also just think about like different parts of their bodies that aren't their genitals or their chest. Yeah. Like I'm like, I want to lick up the back of your knee and into your thighs. Like I just want to put my lips all over your thighs. Like, or um, I couldn't wait to touch your face. Different things because like they're still steamy and romantic, but they're not disrespectful. And then you get to gauge how far you want to go with it based on their reactions. And, because and it's, a, it's a collaboration. This uh -huh. is not you talking into the air about your blank blank to the blank blank. It's like you having a beautiful, hot conversation that, by the way, is going to lead you to having amazing sex in person when that finally happens. Yeah, I think that's you know? important that it's a conversation, not a lecture. Yeah, for because sure. we think like we're going to get stuck. Yeah. Um, like I would think, for example, it would be harder on a phone sex line because it's your job yeah. to do the talking. But yeah. in real life with a partner, right. um, it may not be just your job. It's a no. shared conversation. It's a shared. And they may feel a little, you know, also you hold each other with tenderness in the fact that they may feel a little goofy. Or they, and also, by the way, if you say something goofy, laugh. Ex because I mean, guess yes. what? Sex is also disgusting and weird and funny and amazing and messy. It's a bunch of different things. It's not always just like super hot and smooth and everything goes right. Like that's not how it works, right? The so, sheets get wet and then you're stuck in the wet spot. Or you put down a towel first. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like yeah, you know, it's you can laugh about it too if you say something awkward. Like it's okay because sex can sometimes be awkward. Dirty talk is also sometimes going to be awkward. Like be, be 
ease up on yourself. Yeah, you make mistakes. Like, I know, Brandon, we've been having sex, and, like, you'll be like, oh, I want you inside of me, and you're like, no, no, I want to be inside of you. That's what uh-huh. Well, I don't know. 100%, maybe. I, yeah, maybe it was a little Maybe little you do sick, want that. Right? But well, no, I'm not saying you don't want that, but in that moment, that, no, I, like, you obviously have a butt, too. <laughs> I totally say that. Everybody has a butt. I'm like, oh, no, I'm at, other way, I just killed the whole scene. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> okay, let, let's, uh, let's, I want to wrap up with a yeah. couple of lines. Brendan, what is the thing you want to hear most in bed? Oh, man, on the spot? I don't know. What do I want to hear the most? I want to hear that you want me. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. hear that you want me and, and that, I don't know, you want to go crazy. Oh, okay. oh, hello. All right. That's that okay. means he wants to invest his energy in you. Right. I, I like that. So, okay, I've got the theme. And yeah. so how about you? Right now where you are in your life, what is the hottest line you could possibly hear? Uh, oh, Lord. Um, oh, my God. I am because there's 18 million things that are pinballing around my head right now. Um, when they walk in the door and first see you, what do you want to hear? Go upstairs. Take your clothes off. All right. <laughs> she looked at you with those eyes. <laughs> I you know. better do it. <laughs> I do anything I'm told. Everything I'm told. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brendan is saying, no, she doesn't. I'm just kind of shaking my head. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope this... I know this leaves people with a lot to think about. I want to say thank you so much for oh, taking the you. time. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Sharing your expertise. I've met all sorts of people working in sexuality, and I actually think you're the first phone sex operator really? I've ever met. I have so many more questions about the phone sex, about the sexing on the phone. <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> Don't time. worry about it. Another time. Thank you so much to all of you for listening. Thank you for being here. Where can people find you? Oh, folks can find me mostly on Instagram. I'm a very visual person. So my Insta is Domina underscore Franco. So it's D-O-M-I-N-A and then underscore F-R-A-N-C-O. I'm also uh, on Twitter under that same thing. And you can find me on Facebook as well. Okay, awesome. Well, wherever you're at, folks, have a great one. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you to Desire Resorts for their support of the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Desire Resorts is exhibiting here in New York right now at the Sex Expo. They have two clothing optional couples resorts on the Mayan Riviera, as well as some very high-end cruises coming up. And I will be down there in October and January and on their next cruise leaving out of, I believe, the south of France. So thank you to At Desire Resorts. Have a great one, folks. You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life.